1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of The Security Token Show. I'm your host, Kyle Sondland, joined by my co-host and business partner, Herwig Konings. We're here in sunny Miami, Florida. We're talking security tokens. We have an amazing episode for you today. This is the last one of the year, so we're going to be diving into our predictions going on in in the industry and everything review in the year. But before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, which is this week, is INX. INX is a marketplace to trade security tokens tokens, which means they are registered as an ATS license here in the US, but they also allow for trading and transactions from anyone around the world. They do primary deals as well as that secondary trading market of security tokens and cryptocurrencies and other things. So definitely check out INX. Not only do they have the ability to do this in a regulated fashion, but they just relaunched their platform called INX One where they've redesigned their front end and redesigned the whole platform and user experience. So check it out at oneone.inx.co dot dot
2: for more information. Thanks to INX for this week's A sponsor. Beautiful platform. And of course, thank you to all our sponsors this year that made this show possible we've got the top five latest news the latest industry happenings the latest token offerings and what's happening in the secondary market for you lined up and as kyle mentioned one of my favorites we all made some predictions here on the show at the beginning of the year we're going to find out just how close or far off we actually were so with that let's get into the security token show and
1: diving into our top five this week, number one ETF provider Van Eck just released their predictions for tokenization for 2023, and hurling their roadmap sees over 25 billion dollars in tokenized assets in 2023. Again, specifically citing everything we say here on the show: settlement and clearing efficiencies and cost savings are specifically the reason why they think institutions are going to be diving down this rabbit hole. We couldn't agree more. And in fact, based on our 15, $20 billion market cap, we're pretty much already there. So we tend to agree with them, if not see it going even higher.
2: Yeah, just for financial institutions alone, just last month, we've seen KKR, Hamilton Lane, Apollo, and many more say they're getting in the game and doing awesome stuff, including most recently, we are now seeing MakerDAO uh, and BlockTower have teamed up to fund a, f- a fund on Centrifuge, folks. Centrifuge is a platform to bring real-world assets into the DeFi world in a regulated fashion, and now they've brought 220 million dollars to the platform. 150 million of it coming from MakerDAO, the other 70 from BlockTower credit, uh, and it's the largest on-chain investment, they say, to date uh, in the history of security tokens, which is, of course, huge news. And MakerDAO, fun fact, Kyle, they say that 75% of their revenues that they're they're paying out comes from real world assets. Wow. Right now. Pretty great stuff. Can't wait to see that in action next year.
1: And moving into number three, we have Unicoin the official asset backing the Unicorn Hunter show where they're they're trying to find the next unicorn tech companies. They have launched a presale for their unicorn Holdings, which is essentially a basket of regulated assets. This is a real world security token sold to accredited investors and they just hit a $250 million milestone, noting 50 million in just the last two months alone. This is accredited US only. And as I said, it's a portfolio of assets backed by equities High growth startups. Shout
2: out to Unicoin. That's major, major news. Uh, And for number four, also, Wisdom Tree announcing that they have nine. Funds register with the SEC that are all blockchain enabled, folks. They are clearly embracing the future of tokenization, highlighting what Vanek uh, is saying, which is they believe that this is the technology of the future, and they're putting their money where their mouth is with nine funds, folks. I don't think there's any other financial institution on Wall Street that has that many blockchain fund-based uh, funds. gotta love it.
1: Mm. And number five, finally, to wrap us off here, the SEC has announced it has filed charges against Sam Bankman-Fried of FTX. Just last week, he was set to testify in front of Congress, with which he was too busy, so he was gonna go via Zoom. Well, the regulators were not (laughs) too appreciative of that. They arrested him in the Bahamas. He's currently serving time in the Bahamas, and the SEC specifically notes a years-long fraud They note a diversion of funds to Alameda, which was misleading to investors, as well as an unlimited line of credit and no risk management towards that private company. And then finally, the undisclosed risk from the exposure to Alameda's assets, which then also wasn't factored in to their liabilities. He is now serving time, and this is going to begin the case of potentially 2023 and seeing what ends up happening in this
2: man oh man i think a lot of us were waiting for this to finally happen i think there was a lot of theories that this might not even happen at all uh, i think justice will prevail and with that let's get into the rest of the industry news with annie yancey
3: happy grand rising everyone being that this is our last episode of the year i want to wish you all happy holidays let's dive into our news this week international token exchange or ite an alternative investment platform announced they will be using DigiShares technology to tokenize a range of real assets. ITE provides exposure to real assets in the form of digital tokens. The platform gives asset owners the option to unlock trapped capital and allows investors to participate in markets previously out of reach from the average person. These assets range from rare whiskey to fine art, luxury watches, and asset-backed loans. This partnership will allow investors to buy or sell their holdings with a push of a button while also offering them increased liquidity, transparency, and security. We reached out to CEO of ITE, Anthony Bodenstein, for a comment and he said in the years following the 2008 financial crisis, low interest rates encourage investors to preserve value by holding real assets. And now in the inflationary environment, that has characterized 2022, we're seeing further appreciation of those assets due to their increased scarcity. He mentioned many people want to participate in these trends but face significant barriers to accessing the assets and then securely storing them can be complex and costly. Owners of the asset want a way to release some of the capital trapped in them without having to sell the entire asset or sell into an an illiquid market. At ITE, their solution solves all these problems by providing improved liquidity, safe storage and the ability to fractionalize asset. He added that studies show that investing in real estate asset beats cash or government paper in the long run, and the evidence from the past 15 years or so strongly supports it. However, what is lacking in the market is efficiency. It is widely expected in the market that blockchain technology is the best solution to this set of problems, and ITE will be at the forefront of the innovation. Next up, we have Brazil with some big news for the upcoming year. Their central bank aims to launch its digital currency in 2024. Before the token is widely used, a pilot program will be conducted with some financial institutions. Roberto Campos Neto, the bank president, said that the project has received international attention and that their design would encourage banks to tokenize their assets. Representatives of the International Monetary Fund have given feedback saying the model is the easiest to implement. The central bank also predicts an increase in the bank's instant payment system since users would access cheaper credit through the system without a fee known as the merchant discount rate. In other news, a group of crypto investors have filed a lawsuit against Compound Finance. They are asking to resolve the sale to revolve the sale of the company comp token. They are also asking for a refund reward for investors claiming that the offering was unregistered. The investors are claiming Comp is a security because users purchase Comp to gain an ownership share in the Compound business, expecting to earn profits based on the efforts of the partner defendants. According to the lawsuit, the SEC received no registration statements regarding the offering of Comp tokens. The document also questions the company's advertisement for community governance. Compound uses what's called the yield farming or liquidity mining to incentivize users to deposit or borrow money. In return, it was used to pay fees by allocating governance tokens, but it didn't allow retail token holders to have any real influence on the company. The lawsuit also claims that in a speculative, a speculative frenzy of five days the value of com increased from 93 dollars to 335 dollars i believe the case has some good grounds to stand on regarding being a security and it will be interesting to see what is decided for our last news of the days we have security token advisors releasing their latest report the state of security tokens 2023 institutional edition the report was written by their head of research peter gaffney And it is a playbook for asset managers, private equity firms, investment banks, and other key key capital market players to leverage with regards to asset tokenization. It covers over 20 active legitimate case studies with samples including the securitization and tokenization of 100, 100 million bond issuances. Private equity funds being offered to U.S. and international investors via KKR, Hamilton Lane, Apollo Global Management Inc., and much more information. You can find the report on the company's LinkedIn page, Security Token Advisors, or the company's Twitter, which is Token Advisors. Okay, folks, that's all I have for today, let's see what's new on the STO side.
0: Hey, tokenizers, I'm Thor here with your STO updates. Starting with Wisdom Tree, the global financial innovator recently announced nine new funds effective with the SEC. This is in addition to their previously announced one, bringing them up to 10 digital funds ahead of their Wisdom Tree Prime app coming Q1 2023. Each of the new funds will give investors exposure to a variety of assets and traditional investments, such as the Wisdom Tree Short Duration Income Fund and Wisdom Tree 500 Digital Fund. Between the nine funds, investors will be able to supplement their portfolios with Treasuries, TIPS, and Tech and Innovation to name some categories. If you're interested in their app coming early next year, they have a waitlist you can join at wisdomtreeprime.com. Next, we have Nutriband, which was just approved for dual listing on Upstream, which is operated by Horizon Fintechs and our friends over at Merge Exchange in the Seychelles. This is designed to provide Nutriband the opportunity to access a global global digital-first investor base that can trade using USDC, credit, debit, PayPal, and USD unlocking liquidity and, and enhancing prime discovery while globalizing the opportunity to invest in the Nasdaq listed Nutriband. For, the, for those unfamiliar with Nutriband, they are developing a portfolio of transdermal pharmaceutical products, of transdermal pharmaceutical products, with their flagship product being uh, an abuse deterrent fentanyl patch. So why a dual listing? Investors will be able to trade the security tokens beginning on January 5th, 2023, and will also get to redeem an NFT commemorating the, du- uh, the dual listing, which can also be traded. This is a great way to keep the investment separate from the NFT and its perks, such as participation in, the future, uh, participation in future digital promotions and redemptions for products, services, or experiences. For more information, go to nutribandcom investors. Go to nutribandcom investors upstream. That's all for this week. Now on to the market update.
4: Hello and happy Monday. The security token market cap opens the week up at $15.18 billion. However, as the year comes to a close with markets not as liquid, such as security tokens at this time, it's often advisable not to pay as much mind to sudden price shifts as tax loss harvesters look to save a few bucks from Uncle Sam. XY Labs is having a week to forget as it's down over 25%. However, Nutriband announced its approval to dual listed shares on Upstream, the trading app for digital securities and NFTs powered by Horizon FinTech Trading. This trading begins on January 5th, 2023, at 10 a.m. under the ticker symbol NTRB. The dual listing on Upstream is designed to pro- provide Nutriband the opportunity to access a global, digital-first investor base that can trade using USDC, digital currency, along with credit, debit, PayPal, and USD, unlocking liquidity and enhancing price discovery while globalizing the opportunity to invest in NASDAQ-listed Nutriban. In other news, investment at public Public.com, which is known as a Robinhood competitor that pivoted away from the contentious payment for order flow, also known as PFOF, revenue model, is expanding its offerings in a big, big way. The three-year-old company purchased Otis earlier the year to allow consumers to buy and trade fractionalized shares and alternative assets. It recently announced that it has integrated Otis's offerings into its own app, meaning Its 3 million users can construct portfolios comprised of both public stocks and now alternative assets such as high-end trading cards and other collectibles. It is not unlikely that we will see security tokens and other fractionalized assets using blockchain will be trading on the public platform soon. That will likely lead to a rip wave throughout the industry, expanding nearly all exchanges at some point to integrating. That is all for now, but have an amazing rest of your week, an amazing rest of your year, and I'll see you in 2023.
2: Thank you, as always, for that final episode from the rest of the team here at the Security Token Show. We're excited to bring you yet another year, but now we're gonna get into, I believe Kyle's favorite segment, as Mm. you often say, Companies of the Week. We each choose one company that we thought, you know, deserves the biggest spotlight for what they did last week, Uh, And frankly, this is the last time any company can make it into the selection process for Company of the Year, which we of course announce in our first episode when we come back to you in January. With that, Kyle, who's your last choice? My final choice for Company of the Year. This is a winner
1: in the past. I don't know if they've won this year or if it was in one of our over three plus years of shows filming here just about every week for so long, but I wanted to shout out Centrifuge. Centrifuge is a blockchain issuance platform. They do a lot of the technology of bringing real world assets on chain and helping provide liquidity to those types of contracts. I'm familiar with the Tin Lake Protocol, which is what they used to actually tokenize shipping contracts and a lot of types of invoicing internationally, super, super super cool. Now, they've just announced that in partnership with MakerDAO, as well as Block Tower, a over $200 million, $220 exactly, million dollar fund to invest into these deals to provide liquidity, to provide investment into these offerings. We've said this for such a long time that market making underwriting private financing is so important in this industry and it's obviously the biggest bottleneck to the adoption of this industry and this is exactly something that centrifuge and their team are doing Obviously, major credit to Maker and, and all the other players involved, but I'm very familiar with, with what Centrifuge has been doing for years now in the DeFi space. I think it's super cool how they're blending the securities and the blockchain aspects into a, a one compliant protocol. So, major shout out to Lucas and team at Centrifuge. I don't
2: think it would be possible without Centrifuge being the glue to put it all together. And for sure, I think that's a great choice. As I mentioned earlier, I believe they claim it's the largest on-chain investment in the security token space. That's major, major prop absolutely right how about you well kyle i gotta give it out to unicoin unicoin has come out of nowhere folks and announced that they've brought in 250 million dollars through their sec registered security token as they say in their press release that's huge that's even more than the 220 million we just saw they claim that they've even raised 50 million in just the last two months despite this huge bear market given the fact that their portfolio is of course heavily focused on blockchain and crypto but they say is diversified across many other things including some high profile potentially big VC investments that they've made that could turn into the multi-billion dollar valuation as we hope. And that's what I assume is driving the interest and demand behind this offering. I don't know much more behind other than what I read. Uh, And honestly, I think it's a huge deal. They actually say that Steve Wozniak is involved and we have seen him here and there at conferences in the crypto space. So he doesn't often put his name associated with it. That's got to give it something, right, Kyle? And unicorn hunters behind it. Is actually a pretty cool concept of trying to find the next vc investment but now through this and many other ways allowing us to participate in those gains so that's awesome so for all those reasons, they're my company of the week, especially for one more reason, which is they actually are about to give me a pretty big win we're going to talk about. So congratulations, Unicoin. That's awesome stuff.
1: Two amazing winners. And now onto our predictions. We, we started out the year giving our predictions, not only us, but the rest of the show team at that time. We're going to go through
2: everything going on and see who was right. Let's get into the main topic now it's time for our last main topic of the year, uh, 170 episodes of this stuff. Pretty crazy. One of my favorites though is, of course, where we review our predictions at the beginning of the year. We finally arrived at that time, Kyle, I want to see who was right, who Woo! was maybe really wrong. Uh, <laughs> and with that, Kyle, maybe you can set the scene for our sure. viewers, they, maybe they didn't catch that first episode. Sure. So
1: this is a tradition that we do every year, and this is now three, four years going, and Basically, we pick our predictions, we try to review what happened over the year and guess, based on a hot take, what is going to happen in the new year. It's always a fun way to go back and see how right or wrong we may have been. And this year was actually a fun one because over this year, we actually significantly expanded the show with regards to the cast members. And so at the beginning of last year, we ran this hot take segment with all of our different show members. We had John Pittman, we had Sam Sachs, Megan Nyvold, and Eve Van Call all joining us to give their predictions. And the way that we set it out was everyone had to give a hot take on what they thought was gonna happen over 2022, and everyone also had to give a market cap prediction for where they saw the market going. So I think that maybe the the first way to start is let's look at what our other cast members said, see and dive into kind of some of their hot takes, and then we can review ours.
2: Oh, I'm ready, let's do it. So first up, we've got John. Mm. John who has been with the team for well over a year. He uh, actually wasn't really exposed to this industry and then jumped right in. Uh, it was still pretty fresh at the time. So his prediction, his hot take, if you will, was a thousand security token offerings in 2022. Kyle, hmm. what do you think? It's not that bad. I certainly love the optimism and the ambition. And I think that,
1: that we're definitely on track to hit that over maybe next year or the following
2: oh, yeah. year. But we didn't quite hit it this year, I don't think, are we? I don't think so. We don't have the data to back that one up. Uh, there's a possibility, who knows, maybe. Maybe offerings a of that haven't raised, happening. right? They file yeah, for it and they, weren't able you know, to pull but in. We weren't able to pull in any profile notably enough to, to mention them. So Off the I think top it's I'd probably say like, three, yeah, to three to 500, something like 500, that. to 500, maybe even closer to 700. Right. But a thousand, I think, just shy, John. Good attempt. Maybe with the great work you're doing over at Top Floor, our sister company teaching yeah. entrepreneurs also about tokenization, that number will for sure be hit next lead year. Lead by example. Now, he also had his market cap prediction. Hmm. So what are we ending the year on for the market cap? He said triple digit billions, 100 billion Hmm. plus in market cap.
1: We can't talk about whether it's right or wrong. We'll leave that for suspense as we get to the end here of the main topic. But John's got it at triple digit billions. Interesting.
2: Moving on, we've got Megan. Megan said, Kyle, NFTs are holding back STOs, which is a... Funny, hot take prediction because it's kind of hard to read into that. But sure. what do you think to that statement?
1: Yeah, I think it, it it was something we both agreed on. I don't think at the time we, we actually felt that that was incredibly hot from our perspective. That being said, at the time, probably was pretty hot from a take's perspective with regards to the general crypto NFT industry, which at the time had been blowing up with, with people like Steph Curry or Shaquille O'Neal buying pictures of apes for hundreds of thousands of dollars. We certainly didn't see quite the same viral adoption of the security token space. So potentially a hot take at the time. I think this is something that, that did make sense, though. We saw it with our clients is that the amount of time people said, why don't you do an NFT of was course. was off the Too charts. Many. So so I think that we, we probably this one is, is correct. Um, but but maybe not quite as spicy as some of the others.
2: I totally agree with you. It's definitely a pass, uh, though the the hotness meter, the hot take uh, is definitely pretty low. Uh, (laughs) Her market cap prediction, though, was quite the opposite. I remember Mm. my seat literally being on fire, (laughs) I think. Uh, $1.1 trillion. We'll see if she's right. (laughs) Mm. Look, I'd love it to be right. (laughs) I think we all probably already know she She might not be right. She also did
1: say one other thing, and in her market cap, definition, she dis- declared, and we all agree, we're going to honor this price is right. rules. Price is right. price is right. Rules meaning you'd rather be low than high. If you overshoot the estimate, then you're out of the game. So you have to feather your estimation in and be under, but as close to the number as you can. So remember, if you are the highest vote of everyone, you better hope that it's higher than yours because otherwise you're, you're probably out.
3: Now,
2: next up, we've got Eves, who's our metaverse expert. So, going to be interesting to see exactly what his security token predictions were. Uh, Specifically, his hot take Securitize is going to become the Coinbase of the industry. Let's just define that as the leading marketplace. What do you think, Kyle?
1: Yeah, I don't think we can give this one to them. They've done a really good job this year of driving industry adoption. I think most of their progress has come on the primary side in bringing large firms like KKR or Hamilton Lane to the party. But we haven't seen those things hit secondary markets. We haven't seen a lot of additional adoption with respect to the secondary markets. I think you you probably have to give that to the incumbents like T Zero or someone like that as the the, the leader on the secondary market side still to this
2: day. Yeah, I'd say. It's tough to define that because ultimately, you know, we have factors like leading volume, biggest market cap, most sure. listings, and it's just tough to say that securitize really won those. But they did have some very high-profile deals like KKR and Hamilton Lane, so they definitely are potentially in the running for that very well next year. Absolutely right. And his prediction, specifically, uh, twenty billion. Mm, uh, so twenty we'll billion get back dollars. To that, a very interesting prediction. All right, Sam who is our secondary market expert, our Jim Kramer on the team. His prediction is Exodus will become the leading token both by market cap and by trading volume What's the data tell us?
1: The data says that this one was incorrect. It was ambitious, and we certainly saw a lot of excitement for this offering due to the fact that it was the first Reggae Plus security token offering and the first Reggae Plus to hit the $75 million benchmark. But unfortunately, since listing, it just hasn't seen the
2: same strong momentum. A great hot take, but maybe a little fanboying got in the way winning that one. <laughs> but his prediction, which may be, of course, the most interesting of all, was um 5 billion dollars folks 5 billion 5 billion all right we're kind of
1: falling in that range we see couple a couple of variety there.
2: here okay
1: ah oh, so now on to us huh uh, do we have to do us hmm. i think we should i think we should Kyle, your prediction, what did you have for us? So my hot take was similar to Megan's, um, but I tried to quantify mine a little bit more. We obviously did it separately. We came into this with our own predictions. But mine was that the STO market cap, the security token trading market cap, was going to flip the NFT market Mm. cap, which was kind of my way of trying to quantify that STO security tokens by the end of the year were going to be seen as a much more viable investment asset and much more attractive proposition than the NFT counterparts. Mm -hmm. And Herwig, based off the research we can do, which isn't fully
2: transparent, isn't fully clear, but based off the research we did, this is correct. It's pretty Seems like, like I got it spot on. You got it. Ring, 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 winner, winner, winner. Uh, absolutely correct, Kyle. It was a great prediction. And as we mentioned regarding Megan's, uh, at the time, very hot. I would say the spicy level of, okay, NFTs are the future when security tokens weren't really getting the attention we were. Definitely a, a much better version of kind of, kinda, I think, what Megan was going for. And you absolutely nailed it. I believe the numbers are anywhere around two to eight billion, depending on what mm-hmm. you count as NFTs. Uh, and of course, we're going to talk about the fact what that number is in, in the final answer, but it's larger than 8 billion. So with that, we actually can eliminate uh, a few of the, the contestants already. Mm. Uh, but before we do, let's see if I was right. Let's see my, your hot take. Well, I thought it was a pretty hot take. It was. Uh, and it was because uh, it really was not true up until (laughs) the last minute, folks. My prediction was $250 million STO in the multi-billion dollar valuation successfully, uh, which was not the case. We saw a lot of great pilots. We saw a lot of great awesome things. Up until this last final news, week. I literally
1: stumbled upon this this morning before filming. It came out Muticoin. literally
2: today, Friday. Muticoin, <laughs> folks, my company of the week for one of these reasons right here uh, is that they indeed made me correct on my prediction. They had successfully announced $250 million in their SEC registered security token, and based on our math, they are raising at a multi billion dollar valuation. Wild. So, Wild. with that, I am also correct, Kyle. Wonderful. Well done.
1: So now it's got to come down to the market cap. What was our market cap predictions? What was yours?
2: Interestingly enough, um, mine was a little lower than some of the other ones, but higher than the others. I think I had that kind of potential strategy the of getting some of, right? of us uh, uh, prices right. But I also did use some of the math uh, that I used the last year, and I believe in the previous year, I was also pretty accurate. Uh, when it came to this prediction. And my prediction was $12 billion. Mm. The market cap will be around that at this time. I used the same style of math, tried to use growth rates from the
1: past couple of years and kind of take that average to multiply it through. I got to around 6 billion with mine. And again, price is right style. So we both are, we both, if it's over that 12 billion mark, you're the winner. Well, or if it's lower than whatever, and that total market cap herwig
2: this year was? Well, this year, it was not $1.1 trillion. No, it was not. It was not over $100 billion. No. It was, it was not. not under $5 billion. No, it was not. It did at one point hit $20 billion, though could be argued on a technicality of a, a token that may be distinguishable as not a security token. Hmm. Uh, and then... Uh, we have our two numbers. So it has come down to whether it is you and between I we both got our hot 12. take right. Well and as I mentioned earlier, <laughs> NFTs flipped between security tokens. So we actually know it's more than eight billion, which means market cap right now is $15 billion. Oh. Of course, you can check that out at stm.co right now to see what that price is at. Uh, so indeed, price is right rules, Kyle. I think I won this ding,
1: one. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations, my friend. Technically, also on a technicality, I was at least under the price is right rules. But you get the dub this year. I'm actually pretty happy about a lot of our predictions were, Amazing even stuff. if a li- slightly ambitious. I think we were all kind of right around there. And you got to tune in next week because or I guess two weeks from now, because we are going to be giving our new predictions for 2023, and you better be sure they're going to be filled with their
2: own set of hot That's takes. Why we have that hot spicy meter, <laughs> <laughs> so you can't just skate by. An amazing show, Kyle. Can't wait to also announce our company of the year in that Ooh. very same episode. So make sure you tune in in January. But meanwhile, we want to wish you happy holidays and our. A huge thank you for all your support and everything you're doing in this industry. We know if you're watching, you're learning, you're participating, and of course, ask us questions. Give us comments, feedback, suggestions, your opinions, maybe your predictions, and check us out at stm.co for all of the latest and greatest news, trading information, and all things security tokens.
1: Please like, share, support how you do. We really appreciate it, and it helps us with the algorithm to get this out to as many people as possible.
2: Security tokens are the future. With that folks, happy tokenizing.